try this again. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you all for coming to our end of school year ceremony for 2022. We're very, very pleased to have many of our parents with us, our teachers, our students, and of course our seniors sitting here. I'll introduce them one by one as they speak. We will begin with His Grace Nityananda Prabhu, who's going to give us some um, welcoming words. So please um, welcome him. I'm sorry. I was listening about Giraj today, so it's still my consciousness. Omagyana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shlakaya Chakshuramitam Yena Dasme Shri Guru Venamaha Nama Om Vishnapadaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutale Shamate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesh Shinyavadi Paschata Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shiva Sadigora Bhaktabinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome uh, all of our wonderful parents uh, of the wonderful children who are in our school and uh, there's so many friends who are here with us as well. And of course, our amazing teachers, uh, working right, very hard right through the year, uh, reaching out to the parents and also teaching the children. And our esteemed guests, uh, who are sitting here with us. Um, personally, as I, uh, witness Shri Radha Kalachanji on the altar, Shri Shri Jagannath Baladev Subhadra Maharani, uh, Shri Shri Gorantai, I can't help but feel how proud they are of this event. As we know, education is such an important part of life, generally speaking, and Srila Prabhupada made it its first purpose uh, of the seven purposes of ISKCON. And um, uh, we named that school at the time, it was called Kalchanji School. Um, and still is Kalchanji School, because now we know it as TKG Academy. And Srila Prabhupada, he wanted uh, this school so much that we're so very fortunate that he decided that he wanted to set it up in Dallas. And Dallas became the first school uh, in the whole of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And when the deities were actually brought to Dallas and Srila Prabhupada did the installation of the deities, he was asked why he brought Kalachanji to Dallas. And he spoke about the school, and he also said, because I want, uh, rather Kalachanji, to protect all of the children of the world. And uh, when he was asked by one very uh, nice devotee, Madhaji, she asked him, and how old will these children be? And he said, I am also a child of Krishna. And at that time, as we know, uh, he was in his 80s. So we can see that um, Srila Prabhupada really, really wanted this school to manifest. And today, I'm, I feel very certain that if he was here with us today, he would be very, very proud to see what is happening. Um, as a teacher in the school myself, and being more involved as the uh, chairman of the board of directors as well, um, I do see what is happening in the school and notice what's happening. And I feel very, very happy how the school is progressing and most particularly how the children are doing. 
Śrīla Prabhupāda wanted that the children come out of this school with such great character that the world would receive them with wide open arms and say, we would like to have a relationship with you. And in the leadership class that I teach, it's obviously the older children who are coming to that class. I can see in each of those children who are in that class, each of the students in class, that they're doing extremely well, that this world will be very proud of them when they actually interact with the world in a larger way. So thank you all so very much, particularly the parents, for having faith and putting your children in the school. Um, Srila Prabhupada wanted that. If we do what Srila Prabhupada wants us to do, we will become successful anyway because it's the deities who will give us the success. And the deities are actually so, so much indebted to Srila Prabhupada because Srila Prabhupada put Krishna's name all over the world. He actually established it as a household name all over the world. And uh, uh, so the deity is feeling very, very happy that that happened. And so whenever we fulfill any of Prabhupada's desires, we become most glorious. And we can see from the faces of these children that they are most glorious. They're, they're such shining faces. Some of them, as Gauramani Madhaji was singing so nicely and doing kirtan, I noticed they were moving their heads and wincing and really, really paying attention to the holy name of the Lord, which is non-different from the Lord himself. So, again, thank you all so very much, parents, uh, for, for having that confidence and giving these children this opportunity. I remember once listening to a lecture by Rita Dwaja Maharaj, and he was explaining that he had a dream, and in that dream he was in his mother's womb. And he was praying in his mother's womb that, let me have a mother in this life who will teach me Krishna consciousness, who will... Who will Give me the encouragement to become fully Krishna conscious. This is actually the essence of life. And these children have that opportunity. There is nobody more fortunate than these children. And again, there is nobody more fortunate than, than, than all of us who have the opportunity to serve these children. So again, thank you all so very much. TKG Academy Ki Jai. Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. All of the parents, teachers, and students and well wishes of TKG Academy Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Pemanande Hari Hari Thank you so much to His Grace Nityananda Prabhu who uh, as he mentioned he's um, well we'll get to it later he's a teacher in school but also on our school board but also as many of you maybe not all of you know he's the temple president of this community so we're so fortunate that he's here with us today and that he's part of our school in such an active way um, next we will have His Holiness Ritadwaja Swami who is uh, now is a Dallas Vasi, <laughs> been with us for some time. So I'm sure you've all seen him around. He's one of our senior members of our, not only local community, but of our whole society. So, and one of the most outstanding qualities of His Holiness Vitadu Swami is that he so, uh, so much extends himself to all of our children and our youth. And like uh, Nitanabha was talking about Shri Papa saying that he himself is a child. Uh, he said, I'm, I'm a child also at age 80. So the definition of youth in our movement extends to also <laughs> people who in any other, by any other measure will not be considered youth. So he's been counseling from very young age all the way to their young adult and older adults. So we're very, very fortunate that he's been such a well-wisher of our school and that he's here with us today. So please welcome His Holiness Vitadra Swami.
very, very wonderful occasion. The one of the challenges for TKG Academy is the faith of the adults in our greater community having faith that TKG Academy will give their children a good education. Everybody wants their child to have a good education. So I looked it up. Education is the process of receiving or giving systematic instructions, especially at a school or a university. So to do that, we have to educate the children. So I looked up educate. And this one here has special importance. To give intellectual and moral and social instructions to somebody, especially a child, especially at school or university. Now, who is going to do it? It has to be an educator. And that definition is a teacher. And a teacher is one who shows or explains how to do something. I know how to do this. So, with TKG Academy, we have a very, very wonderful system of education where our children come out with great moral strength, spiritual strength, and academic strength. Last year's graduates are already in college, or some of them are already in college. (laughs) I know this to be a fact because they have to, um, they are missing them on our walks and stuff like that. They're having classes and stuff like that. And so, for the children, as Nichananda Prabhu is saying, they have a special opportunity to um, engage, be in a particular inf- environment where it's conducive for their spiritual growth. We don't want to minimize spiritual growth. We don't want to minimize their academic education. So here at TKG Academy, I've seen over the years more and more um, progress, more and more involvement, especially I'm impressed with the teaching facility and the um, management. Gopi Gita, Prabhu and Nitya Kishori Prabhu is there. Uh, the president, or what do you call it, principal and vice principal of the school, and all the teachers that I see uh, going to the school all have very good character. Uh, we learn by example. That's the best way to, that's the best, that's most kids or most children, I should say, learn by example. Whatever they see, they do. And so in this community and in the, in the, in the school community, we see that they're getting this type of influence. I'll just tell a little story. When I was in the eighth grade, we had a physical education teacher that also taught health and driver's education. And he did not drive according to the books, rules of the books. He actually used to sit in his car like this and drive like this, not paying attention. And one of the boys in the class, when he was reading the section on how to drive, he said, but Mr. Roth, you don't do that. And he slammed his hand and says, 
don't do what I do, do what I say. So we don't have that problem here at GKGS Academy. That the children, the teachers are doing exactly what the children are being taught, and it's a great, great fortune for them. I know many of these children, they come over to visit me on occasion. I tease the heck out of them, and they know that they actually are coming over just to get teased, not to get, <laughs> for any other reason. I think they like that. So I'd like to offer my best wishes for the upcoming year and the upcoming future for TKG Academy. And you know you always have my full support. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Marsh. Um, next, we have a, a special guest who came from out of town, and we're very, very pleased to have him with us. His name is Mr. David Strait. Many of our students have already met him. He's been visiting with us a few times. Um, many of the teachers may know as well. But those of you who don't know, he's um, a scholar, a writer, um, or, or an author, rather, and um, has worked for many years in fields related with education, and most specifically, what is his, is his heart is um, the heart of education, the character of the students, um, how they stay intrinsically and naturally motivated throughout their education, and the real um, essence of what education is about. Uh, he's also working with us, and Mother Gobigita will explain a little bit later how he's been um, inspiring us at the school and working with us towards our own future. So more on that later, but... Um, I'd like to hear from uh, Mr. David Strait. Please welcome him. I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I'm an outsider. Uh, and I'm going to use that advantage of being an outsider in a sense uh, to admit to you that you certainly know this school better than I do. And yet, because of <clears throat> who I am and what I've been doing, I there are things about this school that I observe that you're not able to observe. And I want to tell you about a couple of those things. <clears throat> so I really want to do this in two parts. I want to say a couple of things, a few things about my observations of TKG Academy since I first um, first got to know you. And yes, closer to my, is that better? I, I hope you didn't miss too much of what I said. It wasn't the most important part anyway. So I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna use this time to tell you a few of my observations about TKG Academy. And, uh, and then after that I wanna tell you a story. It's also an eighth grade story. If Maharaj just had an eighth grade story, I'll, I'll tell you an eighth grade story also. And, uh, and I want to finish there. The first part of what I want to say is really uh, talking to students and the teachers who were here. Those of you who are parents and friends are certainly welcome to listen in. Um, the second part, uh, actually the, the first part has, has probably as much for parents as anybody else, I guess. And the second part is really focused more on the students and the teachers. Uh, but everybody's welcome to listen to any, any of that. I worked for uh, about 11 years with, um, in, as a director of an organization, a national organization that works with education and educators. And as a part of that, I had the opportunity to visit probably 50 to 70 of the finest schools. I'm talking about not universities, but from 
kindergarten through high school, some of the finest schools in the United States, including in you know Texas, got to visit a lot of schools in Houston and um, and uh, Austin and uh, a number of schools in Dallas also. So I I've had a chance to look at some of these schools, and um, as I uh, I got a chance to. Um, to hear about, uh, to notice, and to then spend some time looking at a website of this little school in Dallas called TKG Academy. And it really, really impressed me. And I want to tell you a little bit about the way it impressed me. Primarily it was because there were things that were said about this school that were just so clear and so meaningful in terms of what education really should be about. Now, lots of schools say the things about themselves. If you look at any school's website, they're going to say we're a great school. This school did that also, but it said it in kind of a different kind of way. And I really wanted to visit the first chance that I got. And I was going to visit a school in Austin, and I thought, okay, I'm going to see if I can stop by and visit TKG Academy also. And since that time, this is, I think, my fourth visit here. And um, I got to visit lots of classes and meet a number of students and spend some time with some of you students also. And so I want to tell you, you students some of my observations about you. And uh, teachers, this will apply to you also, and parents, listen in. Uh, the basic message here is, parents, if you have sent your children to TKG Academy, you're putting your children in good hands. And I say that only as an observer who's had a chance to look at schools and what they've been doing around the United States and in Canada and some in other countries also. But if you have a child in this school, from my observations, your child is in good hands. I've spent time in the lower elementary classrooms. Actually, my first introduction to them was hearing some of them come to another classroom to read some of the stories they had been written. But more of the time that I've spent has been sitting on the floor or going around to see what they're doing in mathematics especially and having them show me what they're doing in mathematics and how they do it and how they're thinking about mathematics as they're doing it. And I have really been amazed at lower elementary kids in terms of their ability to tell me what they're doing, to notice what they're doing, and how really advanced what many of them are doing. It's just really been incredible to do that. I probably spent more time with the upper elementary students because I had, in one of my first visits here, I had this memorable opportunity to have them read stories to me. And they were short stories, beautiful stories about rainbows and about getting glasses and about what to do with doggos and uh, those 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 beautiful things that um, that they had chosen as their as their topics. But what really impressed me most about them was the way they presented themselves. I told them this at the time. I told their teacher that at the time. I told your school's wonderful principal and vice principal that at the time. And I'll tell you all one more time anyway. I've been in lots of classrooms. I've been in freshman high school classrooms where freshman high schoolers were reading their stories to me or doing some kind of presentation, or maybe I was just watching, but they were doing presentations. I have never seen a class of freshman high school students read as articulately, as professionally, as clearly, and as attentively to the audience as I have at TKG Academy. I, I have since that time had a chance to read their more advanced writings from later in the year, 
and just had a chance to read their most uh, recent um, six-page papers, which were also on this amazing number of themes that ran uh, every place from from rainbows to sea creatures to things that are much more personal and so forth. But you, you kids have made an amazing amount of progress, and it's been so fun for me as an outsider because I'm not there every day. I don't get to see those things, but I get to drop in and see something and get a mark, and then I drop in a few months later and see, wow, look at how much progress they've made, and then look at the end of the year and see how much progress you've made also. You really have done an amazing job of growing of getting better at your writing and um, all of those things. It has really been just heartwarming to, to observe all that. So one of, the, one of the two most amazing things I've observed about this school has been what I just mentioned about this uh, ability that you have somehow developed with your teachers to present yourselves in a way that was attentive to what you were doing but also attentive to your audience. Very mature, very good. The other really amazing thing that I've, that I have taken away in my visits here has been my shorter but occasional opportunities to visit, uh, some of the upper, upper, the, the older students, the, the, the high schoolers and the middle schoolers here. And I've really seen them mostly in science and in some of their other observations anyway. But, I have taken away, especially from my last visit here, when I had the opportunity to really talk with students about what they were doing, see the depth of their thinking, to see that they have a teacher who doesn't hand them a bunch of answers but pushes them to find some answers by yourself, think for yourself, um, think through this, use your reasoning. I'm not going to give you the answer. I'm here to help you. And for me to have a chance to observe that with students it's just been amazing in terms of a, a really astounding um, opportunity to see the depth of thinking that kids have developed in their time at this school. So I want you to know about that, about your school. As I said earlier, parents, if you have your children here, from my observations as an outsider, they are in very good hands. So let me... Close then with a, a story. It's a story I've, uh, I love. I heard it a number of years ago, but I, um, I've told it a few times, but I just, uh, I, I love this story and it's a little frustrating at times, but, um, let me tell you the story anyway. This story about a man whose name is Mr. Pratt. Now, unfortunately, I never knew Mr. Pratt. I did know Mr. Pratt's sister and Mr. Pratt's sister is the one who told me the story. And, um, she's a wonderful, uh, educator herself, but Mr. Pratt was, um, Teaching in one of those, uh, one of those little schools, a little bit bigger than this one, but one of those little schools where there was a f one class of first graders and one class of second graders and one class of third graders and one class of fourth graders all the way up to eighth grade. Mr. Pratt was the seventh grade teacher in his school. There was a boy in the school. His name was Jim. Uh, Jim had been there in second grade and third grade and fourth grade, and Jim was not a very well-liked boy. He was not a very nice boy. Jim had use of lots and lots of foul language, of cheating at games, of being mean to others, of starting fights, of not getting along with teachers very well. And as a matter of fact, many people at the school didn't like Jim very much. He's in the fifth grade now. He's coming up into sixth grade, and his sixth grade teacher knows who's going to be in his class next year because 
That's the fifth grade, right? Now, Mr. Pratt is smart. He's a seventh grade teacher. So he says, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm going to fix this kid, but I'm not going to wait till he's in my class. I'm going to start fixing him while he's in the sixth grade. So I'm going to start warming him up. So Mr. Pratt would go out into the playground and he would do things like say, hey, Jim, uh, how you doing? And Jim would kind of scowl at him and, you know, say something or not say anything, whatever. Mr. Pratt never got much, um, much good response from him. He was mean. He cheated at marbles. He cheated at other games. Uh, he started fights. Mr. Pratt kept finding good things to try to say about Jim. And he did everything he could to warm Jim up for a good seventh grade year. He didn't see any progress in sixth grade, but second, seventh grade came up and Mr. Pratt was ready for him. Guess how Jim came into the seventh grade? He came in mean, bad language, cheating, starting fights. He was no fun at all. There were days that Mr. Pratt just said, well, first of all, after thinking to himself, time to give up, I can't put up with this anymore. But instead he said, hey, Jim, I really believe in you. I think we're going to have a good year together. Things are going to go well. And Jim said, yeah, why? Uh, Mr. Pratt tried his heart out during seventh grade year. The last day of seventh grade came. Jim was as mean, as bad-mouthed, as unfair as he had been on day one. Mr. Pratt had failed. Summer took place. Jim came into eighth grade. Guess what? Nothing changed. Jim, during all during eighth grade, was mean. He was cruel to others. Mr. Try, Mr. Pratt had done what he could, best could, even in eighth grade, tried to be nice to Jim. And at the end of eighth grade year, Jim graduated from the eighth grade. He left. He was gone. And people in the school were happy. How do you like that as a story? I'll tell you what I like. I'll tell you what I like about the story is that we, we just don't, don't always get the chance to know how a story ends. And I have thought so many times about Mr. Pratt and what, what was he feeling like then in those years after he had had this horrible experience with this child? A mean kid who didn't seem to like himself, certainly didn't seem to like others, didn't put up with anything, didn't cooperate. Mr. Mr. Pratt had tried his heart out, and I have always wondered, I wonder what went through Mr. Pratt's mind. And I've also wondered, what about Jim? What kind of life did he have? What kind of thoughts did he have about all that experience? So Mr. Pratt stayed in the school for a number of years. Uh, it was about 10 years later, I think. Um, the only other thing that I know about him from his sister is that he was sitting at his desk one day after school, and this man and woman came to the door, and uh, there was a, they're holding a little a little baby, and um, there was a knock outside the door. He was sitting at his desk, and um, he, as he looked up to see this man and woman, the man said, um, "Do you mind if we come in?" And he certainly invited them in, and and the man said, "You remember me? I'm Jim." 
And of course, Mr. Pratt did remember Jim. You can think why he might remember him. And um, Jim said, I, this is my wife and this is our little baby. And I just wanted to tell you that I just finished college. And I wouldn't have made it through college if it wasn't for you, Mr. Pratt. Now, Mr. Pratt would have never known this, of course, unless Jim came to do that. Jim said to him, you know, you know, when I was in, when I was in school, I wasn't a very nice kid. I was kind of mean. You know, people didn't like me. I started fights and I had bad language and stuff. And I, you know, I didn't really like myself very much either. But when I was in college, it was so hard. And I just wanted to give up at times. And I kept saying to myself, you know, Mr. Pratt never gave up on me, so how can I give up on myself? So it's because of you, Mr. Pratt, that I finished college. So now you know why I love the story even more than when I stopped the first time. What I love about this story is it's a message, a couple messages actually. But for kids, and for some of us adults also, there are people that have done things for us in our lives that have really made a difference and sometimes they don't know that they made a difference in our lives and what a powerful powerful message for Jim to have the guts in many ways to come back and to tell Mr. Pratt that he made a difference because Mr. Pratt might have never known and I'm certain even though I didn't know Mr. Pratt that this made a whole lot of, of, it was very meaningful to him. It made a lot, I mean, it made a lot of sense, but it was meaningful to him for to have him hear that. So if you're a kid and there's somebody in your life who's made a difference, think about letting them know at some point. If you're an adult and there's someone in your life that's made a difference, it's okay to let them know that too. What I like about the message for teachers is that we don't always know about the seeds that we plant. We don't know how they're going to be accepted. Sometimes we think we're successful. Sometimes we don't. The best thing we can do is we can do our devotional service with our hearts and minds in the right place. Do the best we can. We're not attached to the results, ideally. And sometimes those happy results get a chance to come back and share themselves with us. Thank you for the opportunity to let me tell you this. Thank you so much to uh, Mr. David Strait, who you could hear that he's also Bhakta David Strait, <laughs> speaking words, uh, pretty much a uh, word from the Bhagavad Gita he has been studying. So we're so very happy to be, have you here today. And thank you so much for those beautiful stories and lessons and uh, reassuring us that, yeah, your confidence in us is very reassuring and encouraging. So thank you so much. And um, last but not least, here we have Her Grace Goramani, um, from from our perspective, from Dallas' perspective, she's Mother Gopigita's sister. <laughs> Sometimes, Mother, Gop- you know, when people see Mother Gopigita, oh, you're a Goramani's sister, but here she's Gopigita's sister. So uh, you've already heard her beautiful chanting earlier today. I failed to um, acknowledge and thank her for that. So thank you so much for coming and chanting with us today and, and 
throughout this week. And uh, we'll have a few words from her. She's um, also is not an outsider by any means, but also coming in from another country, from another place, and we'll have her own perspective on um, education in our school. So please welcome Her Grace Goramani Devi. Thank you. And um, I wanted to start and and not I won't take too much of your time, but I am simply amazed at how many beautiful shining stars TKG Academy has. So I want you all to give yourselves a round of applause. And I still remember years ago, I'd like to say over 10 years ago, when I first visited TKG Academy, and I think there were a very few amount of students that I can remember. And I remember hearing about the challenges and the struggles and the establishment of moving forward. And I remember some of those students I remember Gopi Krishna and some of the alumni are in the audience. And I can't believe that your children are now in this school and all the hard work that our leaders and our teachers and the entire Gurkul, the entire academy has put together is just simply marvelous to see. So another round of applause for the teachers And I just remembered that I also went to a school like yours. I also started Gurukul when I was one and a half years old. And looking at all of your shining faces reminds me of a song that all of you must know. And that song is, I'm a little Vaishnav. Come and play with me when you come to my house. This is what you'll see. So I want to know, since all of you are so precious and so sweet and during the kirtan, Some of you were really singing with your hearts. Your eyes were closed and you were feeling that love for Krishna. So I have a question for you. Oh, my dear little Vaishnava friends. The first question I'm going to ask you is, can I be your friend? Yes. And my second question is, one day, can I grow up to be like you? And my third question is, my dear little Vaishnavas, who knows what a Vaishnava is? Yes. Say what it is if you know. A devotee of Krishna. Last night, so many of you, I got to see you and you were smarter than the rest of the adults in the room. How did that happen? Well, let's say you are so lucky to be going to one of the best schools 
that I have ever seen TKG Academy. So feeling very, very grateful, I'm going to end with my last question. And it's going to be part of the song. I'm a little Vaishnav. Come and play with me. If you're a little Vaishnav, raise your hand. When you come to my house, this is what you'll see. Can I come to your house and learn everything that you've learned? So keep on shining as Krishna's twinkling little star because you're a very special twinkling star. And how we wonder what you are because actually you have come from up above so high. Krishna's beautiful sky So my dear twinkling stars, stay strong, keep smiling, love your little buddies around you, study hard, and grow to be just as amazing as the rest of the alumni that I've been seeing growing here and sharing your love for Krishna everywhere. Imagine what would happen if all of you grew up to be so bright and all of Dallas began to shine. Imagine if all of you went outside of Dallas and went to the rest of America and shared what you learned here. Imagine what would happen if you shared the knowledge that you've learned here with the world. We would live in a most amazing place. And that is the beauty of TKG Academy. So once again, huge round of applause for all of the parents, the students, the teachers, our leaders here. I'll be coming to your house soon. Love you all. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much to Her Grace Goramani Devi. Thank you. We also have in attendance her uh, dear husband, Param Pibu. So thank you for joining us and her family members. Um, and thank you again for all of our families and friends. I see some of our donors here. Thank you for joining us today. So I just, I will tell you what's the next part of the program for those of you who are young and maybe getting a little antsy there. So we will um, briefly introduce all of our teachers. We do have quite a few. We'll do that as quickly as we can. And then we move on into, um, into giving um, quality certificates to each of our students, and I'll explain about that more later. And then we will end up with a few words from some of our students and um, a few words from Her Grace Govigita Devi, and then we will, hoping to do all of that within the next hour. So please bear with us. If you're very young and you get a little restless, you can ask the teacher that's next to you and maybe go in the back and stretch a little bit and come back, okay? But do ask the teachers. Don't all wander back and forth. Um Devi Vada, I need those uh, packets in the... All right, so I'll, I don't know in what order I'm going, so bear with me, just listing it. So first, I will start with His Grace Nityanandapubu because his time is short with us today. And I just wanted to sincerely thank him because, as I said earlier, not only that he's the head of our community and of our board 
school board. He also took the time for, for several years now and, and again this year teaching our um, upper school or our middle school and high school students a class uh, by the name Leadership. And what better way is there to learn from someone who is leading by example. So I wanted to thank you, thank you very much, Intinana Pabu. This was a weekly class the whole year. So yes, please, a big round of applause. And uh, if you can please come forward, we have uh, some a gift, a small token, a very small gift for you so that you can, uh, everybody, if you want to show it, it's, it says TKG Academy, so you cannot forget us if you ever try. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, please excuse Nitinanabu, he has an important thing, so whenever you, you do need to leave, uh, we thank you for joining us this morning. Um, we also have his wife, Her Grace Manjuali Devi. I don't think she's with us here today, but she's the teacher for the culinary arts, again, for the older students. Uh, on a half, a half a year, they were doing cooking classes with her, and there's hardly anyone better you can learn cooking from, not only because she's one of the best cooks that I know, but she also knows how to teach cooking, um, expertly explaining how things go together. I was I happened to be there one of the times watching the kids rolling chapatis or, or puris. Puris it was. And there is an art which I hear saying there's a science to this. And she's showing them how to use the rolling pin and how to turn the, the puri so that it gets all even, so it puffed up properly, so it cooks properly. So it's, um, such a valuable lesson for life. So I wanted to thank Mother Manjuali for her cooking classes for our older students. Please give her a round of applause. <clears throat> Here with us today is His Grace Shalagran Prabhu, one of the senior members of our community here and a very, very, very dedicated gardener. For, I think, 15 years now or something, he's been maintaining across the street here the Kalachanji's Community Garden. Uh, despite insurmountable obstacles and like practically single-handedly maintaining a whole um, garden there for the benefit of our community, trying to encourage other gardeners to take place. So over several years now, I can't remember how many, he's been giving gardening classes on a weekly basis to all of our students, actually from, except for the early childhood who have their own separate garden that I'll mention in a bit. From first grade all the way through high school, they have gardening classes. And it's not just go and, you know, throw some seeds and go and collect your flowers. It's a very methodical, scientific um, learning of how to garden, when to garden what, how to manage your space. You know, they all have certain space and they have to fill it up. They actually get graded on this. How well they fill up the plot, how they manage, you know, there's a schedule of what to plant when so that you can harvest it in time and what grows in which season. It's just so much detail that actually children walk out of there. I remember Mother Gubigita mentioned in the past when Nitai graduated from the gardening class, he went home and started his own garden there. So they actually learn how to grow their own food and like I mentioned earlier, how to cook it as well. So Shalagam Pabu, if you can please come and accept a small gift from us. Thank you so much. I'm kind of starting with the extracurricular teachers, if you haven't noticed. So Mother Arjeshwari, is she here with us today? Is one, come please, in the back, hiding as usual. Uh, she's one of our several art teachers. Arjeshwari is doing it. Sorry. 
wanted to also mention that actually many of those teachers actually volunteer their times. Can you, can you believe that? They volunteer their time to teach. They don't actually get anything out of it other than the pleasure of giving their skills to our students. So Mother Ajeshri is one of those who just comes out of the kindness of her heart, shared her passion for art with, this year with our upper elementary class. So thank you so much for sharing your love for art with us. Next we have Mother Shabi. She is our yoga teacher and this year and, and for a few years now she's been teaching also all the kids from first grade all the way up to high school. And that's a challenge. If you've seen these kids here, uh, imagine them in yoga class when they're supposed to stay on their mat and all of that. So it's an unbelievable challenge, but they're really learning. It's not just like, oh, go through the motion and poses. And it's not just for like, oh, let's have fun. It's a very serious class that actually teaches them how to uh, practice self-control, how to be disciplined, and also um, kind of balance all the errors and, and, and things in their body. So it's it's a very, very valuable um, meditational, mindful class. So thank you so much to Mother Shabi. Please also accept a gift from us. Next is uh, Nishinga Pabu, who I don't see in the audience right now, but he's one of our PE teachers for the older students, for the middle school and high school students, and for many, many years have been very steadily coming and really inspiring the children to work hard, to keep themselves fit. Um, he teaches that by example. If you've seen him, you can you can tell. So we're really, really grateful for Nishinga Pubu for maintaining the uh, older students' PE class, and we'll give him his gift later, but you can give him a big round of applause. Next, I'm calling on Mother Savitri, who is, has been with us for many, many years, um, I think at least 15 or so, with the school, on and off in different capacities. And that's one of the amazing things about Mother Savitri is that she can be in different capacities. Um, even just this year, she has taught social studies, language arts, PE, art, and I might be missing a few things. <laughs> so she's just... Uh, such a talented person herself and shares those talents so happily with the students. She has, she's an extremely reliable, steady, inspiring, kind, so many things I can say about her. And all of that pours right from her heart into our students. So thank you so much for continuing to be with us, continuing to be with us and for many years to come. Uh, been a long time around, but new to us is Her Grace Birmala Devi. Um, she, by Krishna's arrangement and Srila Papa's arrangement, came to Dallas this year. Or not quite Dallas. She's a little far away, but she drives about an hour each way, three times a week, to inspire our students, our upper elementary students, with their language arts. What you've heard from David earlier about the students' writing were students learning writing in her class this year. So in just one year, coming three days a week, she managed to um, make such an impact in their writing that when Mr. David came, he could see the difference throughout the year in the student's progression and, and the quality and level of their writing. She's extremely dedicated. And not only that she teaches writing, I think the upper elementary students will confirm that she also stole their hearts. Like the relationship that they have with her are so deep and meaningful. They actually confide with her and were, you know, very personal um, challenges and things with her. Would you all nod for agreement, upper elementary? She's, she's, uh, she's a favorite. So thank you so, so much, Bir Maladeva, and we hope to keep you in the future. Also, um, not new, 
anywhere around here, but new kind of back with us this year was uh, His Grace Rupa Nugapubu, who's not here today because he's not feeling well. He did ask me to uh, send his well wishes and so many things for the students. He came back this year to teach the middle school class language arts um, in the afternoons. And Rupa Nugapubu brings with him a very special flavor um, of that very naturally inspires the students to feel awe and respect in, in the best sense of the word. Um, something that our students go, don't get as often with um, other teachers that they're feeling more familiar with. Rupanugabu commands that and earns that and brings out a lot from our students. It's not just their writing or um, the very, very detailed grammar instruction that he gave them this year and so many things. They've been reading from the Mahabharat and from uh, other spiritual stories, but really what he shared with them is um, character, manners, you know, so many things that are almost lost in today's society, in today's school. So that was such a great fortune, and we're so, so grateful that we've had Rupanugabu also. And I just noted the other day, he did not miss one day of school the whole year. That's how steady he was. He's 75 years old or so, but did not miss one day of school the whole school year. Um, he just fell sick today when school is over. So he's been holding on all the way till today, and he's just missing today. But please give him a big round of applause. I'm going to keep Gopi for last. Um, Mother Sita also wears so many hats this year. So she's mostly known for teaching the science for the upper elementary and middle school uh, students and classes. She's also been their homeroom teacher, which means she takes care of so many things outside of the class, um, including all the reports that they've been submitted, organizing, coordinating things. And this year she also took, well, before I go there, she's one of the favorites because what David Strait um, mentioned earlier also about a teacher who doesn't just hand out the answers and just looks for shortcuts and just um, tries to jump to the end of the process just to save time and make things easier for herself. She is one of the most amazing teachers when it comes to really holding back and really allowing the students to go for as long as needed, as deep as needed, to really discover, to really think, to really um, go through the process of of science. It's not just about, okay, here's the formula and here's how it works. It's about thinking, asking the right questions, and going through the process step by step for as long as it takes till you really discover science. So that's what um, Mr. Strait observed, and that's one of her most outstanding qualities that she brings to our school. Thank you so much for that. That's very unique. And this year, I just wanted to add, she also helped with the early childhood class with uh, nature study and PE. And again, even there with young children, she did not try to control every move, of, you know, in every direction. She would really allow them to also explore. And, you know, when I go in our backyard, I'm like, what is here to explore? <laughs> you know, there's a few trees, there's a little, you know, grass, but it's amazing the kind of things that they discover back there. Some of you who receive pictures from us know there's like endless things that they discover every week. They go back there and discover new things. They observe the changes in, in nature. They, they have started a little, well, there was a plot that, or a garden that started there before by Mother Kalindi and Sita rekindled that, or whatever the word is, for the garden in the back. So that was our kindergarten for our uh, early childhood and we didn't get to grow a lot of things there, but we did find a lot of things uh, living in there. It was a very active habitat. So that was really exciting, and thank you so much for helping with the early childhood class. So a big round of applause again to Mother Sita.
Mother Ishwari Kumari Devi, is she here with us? Left? Okay, she has a young child, so she's a little confound. But uh, she's a new addition to our school, a math teacher for the upper elementary and middle school classes and high school. And I know from personal experience, from my child being in her class, that she inspired the students with confidence in math. You know, math is this subject that you're either really good at and you think I'm really good at it, or you think, uh, I don't know about math, I'm not good at it. And there was none of that in her class. It was... Math is easy, you can do it, I believe in you, let's figure it out. And so much confidence was built, so much um, this idea of like, I can do this, I can figure this out. Um, and with her support, the children really felt like they understood math, they know the concepts and felt a lot of confidence. So that's something that I think is, is very special because it's not easy to do that with students who already come. This is when they enter fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and high school grades. And to instill that confidence at that point after some kids already think that I'm not so good at math is a very, very meaningful uh, contribution. So thank you to Mother Ishrikumari, who's not here with us today, but please give her a round of applause. Um, I have a few more. All right. Mother Yashoda is, uh, has joined our community last year and joined our school this year as an assistant at the lower elementary class. She has shown great dedication. She walked in with um, very little prior experience when it comes to teaching, especially at TKG Academy, which is special. And she, over the year, had to learn so many things and was very dedicated to that, to the learning, to being instructed, to being directed, to everyday learning and getting better and better and better at how to handle our children. And starting with very little confidence in herself in managing a class, she ended up the school year with the ability to practically independently and smoothly um, guide the students and direct them in their learning. So that was such a beautiful, you know, how we, we see the children, though. We see, we see them grow. We see them changing. Very rarely we see an adult going through such an amazing transformation in just one year and really revealing some wonderful qualities as a, as a teacher. So thank you so much to Maria Shoda. Next, we have Mother Alwani, who is also not here with us today because she's not feeling well, but she was the assistant at the early childhood class. And she also came, you know, like I explained, like Maria Shoda, new to us, new to the school, but also very, very quickly endeared herself to many of our students. We have students here who, uh, you know, if she misses a day, they're like, where's Mother Alwani? Some of them can't even speak fully, but they always ask, where's Alwani? Um, she is an exceptional artist. And that, you know, as you know, young children love to color and draw. And many of the parents in my class received uh, pictures at home that you can tell that Mother Alwani had some something to do with that. Um, they would ask her, can you draw this for me? Can you make that? And she would just so happily engage and um, really, really endeared herself to them. She was, you know, I'm not so much the crafty, artsy person, but she insisted every Friday, because I said it's going to be on a schedule, she insisted we're not going to miss craft day. So she said, what are we doing for craft? What are we doing for craft? And she would gather it, and she would do it to make sure that the kids don't miss on that, because it's also one of their favorites. So I wanted to thank Mother Alwani, and please, please give her a big round of applause. Mother Aradya Kishori, is she here with us today? Uh, she was a parent in our school some years back and then returned on and off as a, like a substitute. And this year she committed more of her time and became uh, one of the assistants at the lower child, sorry, lower elementary class, um, on a needed basis. 
And she uh, has been working with the monastery school nearby and brought all of that calmness, experience, um, stability. She's very good at, she's a very methodical person. And when you give her an instruction, when you guide her to, to do a specific thing, you can count on her. You can turn your back and walk away and know that she will do exactly as she was told. And that was, that helped with so much stability and uh, patient, like comfort for us as the lead teachers to know that we can leave our students under her instruction and know that she will deliver exactly uh, what was needed for those students at the time that was needed. So we were so happy to have her join our staff later this school year and wanted to give her a big round of applause. Um, Mother Devi Rada, also new to our school this year, was um, manning the, the office this year and took so much responsibility in um, getting so many things, especially for me this year when I was not as much in the office, I heavily relied on her to be there to get so many things done. Uh, those of you who visited the STEAM Expo this year, raise your hand. Keep your hand up if that was an exceptional STEAM Expo. Um, that was the work of Mother Devirada and Mother Sita who put so much time and effort into putting things up there, uh, following up with the teachers to get and the students to get all of their work displayed there. Uh, she herself is an artist and also taught the art class to the lower elementary this year. Came up with some outstanding projects. You got to see some of those during the STEAM Expo. And just bring so much light and fun and uh, organization into our school. Those of you who have seen our shed in previous years, uh, who, if you came for cleanup, you know what it used to look like. Walk in there right now. And that's so in the beginning of the school year, it's always cool because we spend the summer cleaning it. By the end of the school year, usually you can't even put a, a foot in there because we all just keep bringing everything out there. If you go to the shed this year, you can actually walk all the way to the back, which is a really uh, unusual experience. So hopefully we get better and better in that area. So please give another very big round of applause for Mother Devirada. And I kept for last, though she's the first, uh, her great mother, Gopigita Devi. She is, yeah, big round of applause. <laughs> Literally, this school will not run without Mother Gopigita. She is the lower elementary teacher. Um, she's been doing that for many, many years. It's in her blood. She knows how. to enchant those little children. Um, and really, all of the kids in our school just fall in love with her. And when Mother Gopikita says something, it's Mother Gopikita said something. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I will tell my child something said, but Mother Gopikita said. And, and just whatever Mother Gopikita said, that's the final word. So they have so much love and respect from her. They usually start with her all the way from young, and she stay connected with them through the um, scripture study and things like that all the way through their graduation. They're, this year they did a very thorough Bhakti Shastri study because really, really what she likes doing and really what she's in the school for is for the, for the devotional um, studies, for for teaching them Bhakti, for falling, making them fall really in love with Srila Prabhupada, with Krishna, and to carry that. She's had that experience since childhood, like Goramani mentioned earlier. Since childhood, you know, Goramani is age one and a half. Uh, I can't even imagine. And Gopi also, since a very, very young age, this is what is in their blood. This is what is in their heart. And that is what she brings and pours into our school every single day, into the hearts of our children, inspiring them in their chanting, inspiring in them, in them deeply understanding and loving devotional service. And of course, also on the, on the administrative side, we're like, I would say two peas in a pod because we really do everything together. 
there's hardly any aspect of the school that we don't run by each other, that we don't um, argue about, <laughs> and really negotiate everything to make sure that at the end of the day, that we can offer our children, our families, the best that we have. So she extends herself into every area. Those of you who have seen um, the play, she puts together every year some amazing new plays, um, so creative, so innovative. She works on the marketing. She works, She just, her passion every day, all day is how to make the school better, how to bring it to the next level. What else can we do? How else we can attract more and more children to come to take part in this very, very special education that's very rarely available. So a huge round of applause to Mother Gautigita, please. And now we will introduce our children one by one. Um, it's 10.30, so we're going to go through that. Um, of course, we have Mother Nitiki Shuri here, who this year has become one of the teachers. And we'll just do a quick round of applause for her. Mother Nitiki Shuri has extremely expertly, as you can see with her sari, not even a single piece out of place, juggled running an entire school and managing the most delicate, the most beautiful of our classes, 15 brand new children this year. Can I, can I have the lower, the early childhood students? So I'm talking to Ava and Jaishnav and Vaman. Can you guys hear me? Vaman, can you hear me? Yeah? If you can hear me, touch your nose real quick. So we're going to talk about your teacher real fast, and I'd like you to sit completely straight like little yogis. Can you do that? You've been doing amazing, sitting so well. And Mother Nitikishori has managed the youngest group, who I have been teaching for 25 years in the classrooms, and the way Mother Nitikishori has managed these kids, like heartfelt, like she literally lives and breathes our principles, there's no extrinsic rewards. It's all intrinsic motivation. It's just love and care. She will stay firm. If it takes 45 minutes for the child to understand her expectations, she doesn't get angry. She doesn't yell. It's been the most amazing thing to watch her. Every year it's amazing to watch her. This year has been just next level. So please, another round of applause for Mother Nizuki Shuri. And I did want um, to talk to the kids real quick, um, early childhood class. So Vaman, Jaishnav, can you raise your hand? Ava, can you raise your hand real quick? Sophia, can you hear me? Um, who else? O Oscar, Omar, can you hear me? So if you guys can sit up, because now is your moment. You're going to be getting certificates. Do you all know what a certificate is? It's a piece of paper that's going to tell you... <laughs> That's going to tell you that you worked really, really hard this year and you get to start another new school year. You're ending this year. And that's what Mother Nijikishore is going to be doing. So when you get that certificate, you're going to Nayananvita. You're going to walk up to this side. You're going to take your certificate and then you're going to come and sit back down. Okay. And let's, um, Mother Yashoda and Mother Deviada, can you sit up here so the kids know to walk and come right back to you? And then lower elementary, it'll be your turn, then upper elementary, and then the middle school and high school students. So um, 
Mother Nichikishori's class. When you get your certificate, make a pose. Because you see the parents here? They all want to take pictures of you. Okay? It's a really important day for you. All right? You've been doing amazing sitting through these speeches. I'm so impressed. All right. Thank you so much. And I just wanted to say that we had some amazing parents this year as well. Before I forget, um, teachers' appreciation this year was off the charts. Um, and just in general, we continue to get showered with gifts and appreciation. So really, really wanted to thank all the parents for so much dedication and commitment and encouragement this year. So please give yourselves a huge round of applause. And as Mother Gopikita said, this year I had the amazingly great pleasure of teaching the early childhood class. Um, I always think of myself more as a like older kids teacher, um, but these children taught me so much. Um, they somehow or other found some patience and something in me. Uh, that came out, tested it too, and on a daily basis. But it was such an exceptionally amazing experience. Each and every one of them, I could speak for an hour. Um, very amazing personalities. You think, oh, they're three-year-old, they're four-year-old. Amazing personalities, strong ones too. So I'll only highlight very, very quickly one. So what we're doing today is highlighting one outstanding qualities of, out of many, many qualities. One outstanding quality that we wanted to highlight today for each of our students from the youngest to the oldest. Uh, this is a tradition in TKG Academy. Instead of giving um, certificates about your scores, your test scores and how well you did on a test and things like that, we want to highlight what qualities, good qualities you displayed in school this year. So I may not have them in perfect order from youngest to oldest, but I tried. Uh. I just messed it up. So first I'm going to call on Ava. This is my little Ava. And as you see, she always jumps around and laughs and smiles. And the quality that we chose to highlight today is that she's adoring. Ava walks into the classroom and hugs everybody and tickles everybody and kisses everybody. And she's just so full of love. And when we asked the other day, what is their favorite part of this school year? She said, my friends, playing with my friends. She's just so full of love. And I love that so much about you, Ava. This is what we chose to highlight today. Give a round of applause to Ava. Next is Nayanan Vita. Please come, Nainan Vita. Today, I'm appreciating Nainan Vita for her determination. This very young girl, she's still three years old. Eva also is three, still three years old. When Nainan Vita walked into my classroom, she wasn't ready to walk into my classroom. She was holding to mommy's sari and skirt and would not come in because she was, it was, they just moved to New Jersey. She didn't know me or anyone else. She's been through two years of COVID and isolation, never been in school. She only knew her brother. Today, Nainan Vita runs to school. She also did not know English. She knew very few words. Right now, she speaks in full sentences that you would be shocked of how well she converses. She's, after letting go of mommy, she was ready letting go of mommy. She thinks she was holding on to Jaishnav and all day, where's Jaishnav? Where's Jaishnav? She was so... Um, new to all of this, you know, and surrounded with 15 kids that she doesn't know. 
Today, she, the other day, she wrote a card, handwritten, written card to some of her friends in our class for how much she appreciated playing with them. She takes, anyway, I can go on and on. She's just so determined to learn, to push herself, to try new things. So much courage you've shown this year, Naya Nanvita, and I'm so proud of you for that. Please give her a round of applause. Next, um, Krishna, my little Krishna Das, is not here today. He's not feeling well, unfortunately, but he's the life of the party. Um, I appreciate Krishna for being athletic. This child can kick a ball. Like It takes some skill to do that. When you hold a ball and then throw it in the air and kick it, it takes some coordination. He's He just turned four recently, and he can do that every single time without missing. He, you know, instead of walking through the classroom, he runs and jumps, and he's just so full of life and so full of energy. Krishna also did not um, speak much when he came in, but if you hear him now, it's like he, he knows everybody's names, his full sentences of, of something that he tries, and he tries so hard. He's made so much progress this year. So I wanted to give him a round of applause. Thank you very much. Next, I'm calling on Vaman. Vaman also recently, well, a few months ago, turned four. He, you know, Vaman Adev, he's known for being small but so big. This is Vaman. Whoever gave him his name is like the perfect name for him. Vaman turned four, but he is so energetic that some of the children who are two years older than him will not do something without saying, what does Jaishnav want, uh, sorry, what does Vaman want to do? What did Vaman say? What would he do? Uh, Vaman told me to do this. <laughs> so, this little boy is being appreciated today for being imaginative because he has so many ideas of what to do and how to do it, very creative, and the stories that he comes up with. I have to confirm with his mother every other day, where is his mom? Like, he'll come to school and say, oh, da 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 I'm like, really? And I quickly send his mom, she's like, oh, no, this is, you know, it's just like, so many amazing stories. And he always tells me, where is mommy? Where is daddy? They're in faraway office and there are doctors and, you know, so many things that go through this little big mind. So thank you, Vaman, for being so imaginative and bringing so much life to our school. This is for you. Thanks. Next, I'm calling on Anani. Anani, please come. For Anani, for the longest time, I've been teacher. Literally, that's how she calls me. But recently, I've became Mother Kishori. And Anani is full, and when I say full, I mean full, of questions, of curiosity. There's not a day that goes by without her coming up with so many questions. If I start by, you know, if we sit in a circle before I even get to ask the question, she has her hand up, and she always comes up with some brilliant question. So for that, I... Highlight you, Anani, today for your curiosity, for being so curious about the world, about everything. We know how important asking questions are. So by asking so many questions, we get to learn so many new things. So I I hope that you remain curious forever. I'm calling on Omar next. Omar is actually Alwani's baby, because as artistic as she is, he thrives on that like 
a caterpillar on a leaf. Like he is so artistic. He, if you would let him, he would create the most amazing artistic combinations and with colors and things that you've ever seen in your life. He can draw and draw and draw and paint and do so many artistic things. And of course he has so many other qualities. I've had, I've heard him read and I've heard him, I've seen him write and I've seen him do so many things. But what I highlight today is how amazingly artistic you are, Omar. And I know that you love, love art. So I hope that you continue to do that forever. And Oscar, his twin brother, for those of you who didn't know. This is my Oscar. And yes, he's mine. Wherever Amelia is, sorry. <laughs> um, Oscar is exceptional. And one of the things that I discovered about Oscar this year is that he is extremely talented when it comes to numbers. He would lay down some, he will count with everything, but he laid down something one day and kept adding. So there was like eight and a nine and a three and a seven. And he kept adding, adding, adding and all in his head. He's just turned five recently and he kept adding and adding and he got to, do you remember how far we got? I think 119 it was or something, right? By just adding individual numbers like that in his head. He can do multiplication. Like when we count in our classrooms, he'll be like, can we count by six? And he'll go on just like this. Like nobody can keep up with him. And he just counts by six until, you know, until I stop him. He'll go above 100 with his counting. So his head is just so amazing when it comes to numbers and so many other things. But today, of all of your amazing qualities, I chose to highlight this, that you are uh, being numerate, which means someone is really, really, really good with numbers. Next is Nadia Bihari. This young man is so patient when it comes to his work. He is in no rush whatsoever. He will sit there and most meticulously and methodically will even, even if you just give a coloring paper, he doesn't just color. I remember the first project he did when he came to our class was a little frog book or one of the first projects. And most kids will just take one green and just color the whole frog. And, you know, at that age when he was, you know, he started when he was um, not even five, you know, there's this color, not even noticing the lines and stuff. He noticed that there were dots and spots on the frog and used different colors and shades to color each of those and would just put so much time and effort and attention to every detail in his work. So for that today, Nadi Bihari, and also he's extremely well behaved. So for that, but for your meticulousness, I'm appreciating you today. Kanchana. Kanchana, as you can see, just on her, looking at her face, is being appreciated today for being very pleasing. She just, she is such a kind and loving friend. She will play with anyone. She gets along with everyone. And she, not only plays with anyone, but she gets absorbed in playing. Like they get so deep in their thing. And there's, when she talks to me, I can barely hear her. She, she either will not open her mouth or will whisper. But when she's with her friends, it's like a whole different person. Like, like they're so, so enthusiastic, engaging, but she's also has a very, very pleasing nature. And for that, I'm appreciating you today. Thank you so much.
Was hast du für Rasteshwari is probably one of the most articulate children I've ever met. Sometimes when I talk to her, I forget that she's only five. The words that come, sometimes when she describes her feelings or describes something that happened, I wonder where did you get these words from? Like someone is talking to her in a language that's like, way above her level, but she knows not only how to use these words, but how to use them correctly, not only in terms of pronunciation, but also in the context. Like, she's actually so articulate that she blows my mind. So, today, out of all of your many, many wonderful qualities, Rasheshri, I'm appreciating you for being so articulate, and I hope that you continue to express yourself very clearly um, for yourself and for other people's benefit. Thank you so much. Jai <laughs> Here's one of our most enthusiastic and energetic boys in the whole school. And not only is he energetic and enthusiastic, but he also has actually a deep passion for learning. Jaishnav loves to learn. You can barely keep up with him. You always have, what am I, you know, what can I do? What can I do? I want to learn this. Can I do this? Can I do what he's doing? Can I do what she's doing? It's just like, um, like a genie that came out of the, of the, of the lamp and just wants to learn and learn and learn, consume everything. And he is so fast and learns so much so quickly. He memorizes things in some, um, it's another level. So today I'm appreciating you, Jaishnav, out of all of your many qualities for your zealousness. Yeah. Sophia. Sophia is also a very, very exceptional child. I don't know when this girl learned to read, but when she walked into my class, she was five years old and reading full chapter books. Like, there's nothing that this girl cannot read. And I'm not just talking about cat math and not even, like, just, she's something else. Um, but also, like Anani, she's extremely curious and inquisitive. She always wants to know about everything and understand everything and what is this and what is that and what does that mean? And if I read a story and there's a word there that she's not sure how it's being used, she'll ask. She doesn't just like, oh, whatever. She's like, what does that mean? And what is always, always asking. And I think, I think when Mr. David Strait visited one time also, she had some intellectual conversation with him. So out of all of your many wonderful qualities, Sophia, today I'm appreciating you for being analytical. And Govinda, last but not least from my class, is Govinda. From the very beginning of this school year, Govinda was also new to our community, new to our school. Um, he early on turned six years old, but was not only the oldest in our class, but also the child that almost everyone, or not almost everyone, without an exception, um, always looked up to as a friend. Govinda does not quarrel. Govinda does not fight. Govinda just is happy to be friends with everyone all the time. Children choose to be sitting next to him. They choose to play with him. They choose, like, when we would, we played a, uh, a game like throwing a ball to someone, it keeps going to Govinda. I have to tell him, let's, let's share with everybody, but everyone wants to throw because he shows so much kindness to everyone, so much gentleness that I really, really appreciated your good nature. And out of many qualities that you have, I wanted to appreciate your good nature today. Thank you, Govinda. That was the, the end of the early childhood class, and now we'll have Mother Gopikita introduce the lower elementary students.
Hare Krishna, thank you. Early childhood class key. So we're going to try and go through this quickly, because I know you're sitting for a long time, kiddos. Each and every single one of these students, and literally Mother Nijikishari and I and the teachers could stand and glorify you for ages. And of course, as is usual at this time, I'm going to get emotional. But I'm going to start off with my dear young Adi Lileshri. We can give her a round of applause. So I start off with an alumni student's daughter, Mother Sita, is a genius. She pushes us towards newer and newer ways of education, making sure that we're not creating robots who just know how to toe the line and memorize things and follow instructions, but those who are curious and full of inspiration. And today I am recognizing you, dear Adi, for being innovative she will come into the classroom. She knows exactly how to take any sort of materials and create a completely new space with those materials, whether it be a school she's creating, um, a math class. Literally, she's extremely innovative, always asking questions. And thank you, Adi. has been such a privilege to teach you today, this year. Next, I recognize my princess, Daisy, to please come up. Daisy, if you didn't know, is very shy and quiet, but she's always well-spoken, soft-spoken, and she can actually mimic the um, sounds and language of any person around her. She's extremely careful in what she says and who she says it to, and she will never get in any argument with anyone. And today, Daisy, you're being recognized for being dignified. Another young child, brilliant young boy, the son of another alumni student, and I recognize my scientist, Kavachi, to please come up here. Good morning, Kavachi. So, Kavachi... We have so many really intelligent young boys and girls here, and you would be blown away by what they can do. Kavachi knows so many facts about everything he learns. His favorite place is the library, not with the stories, but with all the information on science and social studies and places and today. And his math ability is amazing. He can do the third grade multiplication chart on his own. And today you are being recognized for being keen. Next... Another amazing innovator, Ishan, please come up here. Ishan sits and challenges the third graders in math multiplication. And when I ask what they have done for their math centers, the third graders will say, oh, we were working on our eights and sevens with Ishan. He is only a first grader. Ishan will sit and draw and color. And, you know, as a teacher, drawing and coloring, sometimes you think, ah, eh, what's the point of drawing and coloring? But the coloring and drawing that he's doing is creating boxes of math problems that are third, fourth grade level and creating a whole image connecting all of those math boxes. And so today you are being recognized for being ingenious. Oh, and my Kshatriya, I call him my Raghu. Please come up, Raghav. 
And Raghav is another gem of a young boy, extremely energetic, very physical. These boys need physical space and physical time. And he's always compassionate and caring for others, so loving to others. But I am recognizing him because he can write pages and pages and pages over the fall break. He came in with a whole Krishna book from beginning to end, an entire book completed during his fall break. So today I'm recognizing you, my dear one, for being prolific. Oh, another amazing, amazing young boy. Let's call up my dear love of Rindavan, Braj Prem. My God, each of these kids that you have are such incredible gems. I don't even know how to express myself. Brudge, though it takes him some time to learn how to read the new concepts, the new words, the math, the kid will sit at the desk and not look up until he has mastered it one hour, two hours. This is only a seven-year-old boy, and he will be so focused and so in the zone and so ready to complete that next task even though it, it is a challenge that he doesn't get up. And I'm so inspired by that. And today, Braj, you are being recognized. In addition to your many qualities, these kids have incredible Krishna conscious qualities. We're only picking one. And you're being recognized for being resolute. Another star. Let's have Chaitanya Charan, please come up. Chaitanya Charan, as you can see, has grown extremely tall, and he's got such a big smile, and his smile and his eyes remind me of Panchatattva from, from Mayapur Dham, and he is here with us today. He is so kind, and not kind like, oh, let me be nice to somebody, but internally, we can feel his spiritual quality shine. Even his friends can feel it. He likes fairness. He likes to mediate between his friends. And today, Chaitanya Chaitanitran, you're being recognized for the quality of being virtuous. And those were my first graders. Now I'm moving into the second graders. One young man here today, a little fireball. And let's please have Sorish Bart to join us up here. Bart? And, of course, now you can see they're getting older, so they're standing a little bit more away. We can't, like, hold them and cuddle them, though we wish to because they're growing up right in front of our very eyes. Another extremely powerful, persistent young boy. Upstairs, when we have to move chairs, he won't take one chair. He'll take three chairs to move with him. When I give him a task, this needs to be done. He wants to do five and ten pages of it. Let's stick with the first and second. Then we can go to the five and ten. Very positively ambitious. Very determined. Very persistent. These young men and women will take Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement far and wide. I'm 100% confident of that. And this young man is being recognized for being assiduous. You can go look up, look that up in the dictionary. Now I welcome my third graders. This is the last year they will be here with me. And I ask Rajraj to please come up to the microphone. So I don't know if Sakisandri Mantaji is here. When he came into my class, he was like, 
I don't really want to like write. My first parent-teacher conference was Mataji worried. Is he going to write or how? And I said, look, we don't push in first and second. We don't push them. We let them develop on their own. I told her, wait, please be patient. It'll come. And soon, this was in first grade, six weeks later, she's sending me pictures. He's in the temple room writing. He's in the store writing. I said, it comes. Let the spark arise automatically from the child. And now he writes six-page essays. Every single task he's given, he accomplished with very little support. And he's so focused. And he's the one person that everyone goes to for help, for intellectual support, and for help. And because of this, Rajraj, today I'm recognizing you for being studious. I request Aradhya to please come. I call Aradhya, Aradhya Vrindavanam, Vrijeshitaniya. She's a little Vrindavan gopi, but she's not a little Vrindavan gopi. She's like a powerful Vrindavan gopi. And she will always speak when asked a question, and she will speak proudly and prominently, and she's always running to help. Sometimes I have to tell her and Veda, it's okay, you can let the guys do it. You can sit and let someone else do it. You have to jump up. She's so on it. And for her studies, for her social environment, she's that person who's going to just fix the problems right then and there. And for this, I recognize her. This, When Indrajivan Maharaj came, he said about Aradhya and Gorang that he had recognized them from a previous life. He said, I know them. And I know that every single one of these children are here. They're great, powerful devotees from their previous life. And I'm so honored to be able to recognize her for being proactive. I'm going to miss these third graders. Go run, please come up. This is Advait, the servant Advaita Acharya and Sri Goranga Mahaprabhu. And because my little sister's name is Goru, you can ask Gorang and Gorangi that I'm constantly calling them Goru. And Gorang is the eldest of an entire line of young boys. And what he does, the whole early childhood class and lower elementary class follow. And everybody wants to sit next to him. Everybody wants to hear him. If he says no, then everybody, okay, no, no, Gorang said no. And they'll do. But the kid, as you can see, he's so humble. He's such a powerful leader. And yet he just, his demeanor is so humble, so peaceful, so bright, so intelligent. He will take his time in doing his work. He does take his time. He's not going to be the person first and fast. But it's always correct. And for this reason, Advait Gorang is being recognized for being influential. Thank you, Bita. And my last, and I'm definitely going to be crying. Please, Veda, come up to my, come up here to the, with the deities. And all of you kids can know you are being recognized these qualities in front of the Supreme Lord himself so he can inspire you to always have these qualities in your heart. Now, this one wants to be away from me, but I'm not going to let her. I have taught her older sister and her and her older brother in my class, and this is my my last chance to teach her family. And her father was in Mother Jayanti's school 30 years ago. She is second gen, third generation Student, I think, if I'm saying that right. And Veda has shined and shined and worked hard and worked hard. She is so persistent. 
She never complains. She has struggles in her academics. She never complains. She is so persistent and so dedicated. And as the oldest of my class, anything I need, an eraser. If Mother Yashoda's busy, please, can you go find an eraser? Please, can you go get a um, another pencil? Look, that child needs help. Come on, Veda, go help her. And Veda has become so responsible and such a fabric of my class these past three years that I recognize you today, Veda, for being dependable. All right, now we recognize, we ask uh, Mother Sita, the homeroom teacher for the upper elementary and middle school students to please come. Okay, I usually don't hold this close enough, so is this good? Okay. Um, Orav, can you please come up? I might be able to go on forever, so I actually wrote down what I was going to say so that we can make this a little bit quicker. So our typical students come to class. They enjoy learning about a new topic, perhaps do further assigned work at home before they move on to whatever they would actually rather be doing with their free time. But when a new topic or practice gets Orav's attention, he digs into it with vigor. Orav takes time to thoroughly understand, research, discuss, and practice applying all of his newfound knowledge until he reaches a true mastery. Orav does this with his academics, with his extracurriculars, especially like chess, which I hear all about, and especially in his personal sadhana. So for this, I would like to recognize Orav for the quality of being devoted. And now Devaki. When schoolwork becomes frustrating or social interactions turn negative, most of our students might become discouraged. We often allow these negative feelings to flood our minds and stop us from continuing our normal routines and our work. But Devaki shows a level of tolerance in these tough situations that I would only expect from a much older person. Devaki is so full of joy and love for her peers that once her concerns have been addressed, she lays that moment aside and continues on with whatever's her work and her play. And for this, I would like to recognize Devaki for the quality of being resilient. Garangi? So in our classroom, we enjoy exploring so many new and exciting things throughout the day, and it can become really easy to get caught up in all of the fun, and we forget what is the actual task that we're supposed to be completing. But Garangi has this wonderful ability to maintain unswerving focus on her work. If I introduce something new, Garangi will ask clarifying questions in order to determine whatever she needs to do in order to succeed. And for this, I would like to recognize Garangi for the quality of being methodical. Somya? As our students advance through the grades, they're expected to advance also in their responsibilities. They become more responsible to organize their study schedules, and they become more responsible for their words and interactions amongst their peers. And Somya has met this expectation with maturity and poise. Somya has shown that she is conscious of how the decisions she makes affects her learning, her grades, and the feelings of her peers. 
And for this, I would like to recognize Somia for the quality of being conscientious. Kirti? So, schoolwork is not always fun and games. Sometimes we have to tackle tough problems, we learn complicated sets of procedures, or even just put our all into learning something that isn't really that interesting to us in the moment. But even through all of these less than enjoyable moments, I can always count on one student to do it with a smile. Kirti is so full of charm. She always says hello with a joyful greeting, possibly even a little tiny post-it note greeting card. It's as if her joy cannot be contained as it bubbles up to the surface. And for this, I would like to recognize Kirtida for being effervescent. Sandarvika. So, in our science class, we typically look at the world and we ask, why? Why do all these things happen the way they do? Why do we want to know about these things? And this is the basis of almost all of our work and our investigations. But Gandharvika thinks of the world in a little bit different way. It reminds me of a famous quote most of you will have heard. Gandharvika looks at what is not in the world, and she asks, why not? If there is a problem to solve, an injustice to correct, or any sort of outside limitation placed upon her, Gandharvika will push those boundaries. She strives to create a real positive change. Gandharvika pushes herself to a higher standard, while also raising the standard for her peers and her community. And for this, I would like to recognize Gandharvika for the quality of being ambitious. Radhe? So, this year, Radhe went from being one of the oldest in her class to being one of the youngest. And then, in fact, for much of the year, being the youngest, the only sixth grader in a room of eighth grade students. And while many people would have just tried to keep their head down, they would have allowed the older students to kind of run things, Radhe had the courage and the bravery to speak up for her own ideas. And this year, I watched as Radhe developed a level of self-confidence to rival any of the older students in our classroom discussions. And for this, I would like to recognize Radhe for the quality of being valorous. All right, so now we're going to move on actually to our eighth grade students. All of them are leaving, right? Everyone's going on to high school. So um, the first person I actually would like to call would be Janardin. So as our students enter their teen years, I strive to encourage them to engage in healthy discussions and debate or a variety of topics. And I can always count on Janardin to bring a steady, level-headed mood to our discussions. Janardin doesn't want to waste his time with circular logic or prevaricating. Janardin looks directly to whichever authority will get us the information that we need the most. And it's not just because he wants to finish and go home early, even though I think he would enjoy going home early most days. It's because he wants to actually think and act in a way that upholds his high moral standards. Why would we waste time arguing about small things when there's just 
a true and right answer available to us most of the time. Janardhan is always going to be the first to ask, well, what does the Bhagavad Gita say? What does Srimad Bhagavatam say? Why don't we just ask Maharaj what he thinks? And for this, I would like to recognize Janardhan for the quality of being righteous. Ethan? <laughs> so as a teacher and a parent, and I'm sure many of you will relate, I often just wish that our kids would do what I say, when I say it, and exactly how I said it should be done. But then some students come along and they remind us that the, each of these students is actually a very special soul. They're each individuals with powerful minds, unique personalities, and their own personal thoughts and needs. Students, like Ethan, come in and they don't allow us to treat them as an extension of our own false ego. Ethan acts with a strength of character that refuses to let others push his needs aside. And for this, I would like to recognize Ethan with the quality of being determined. And don't run away. You were going to speak, right? So some of our 8th grade students wanted to say some words as well, since it's their last graduation here. Uh, is this good? Am I close enough? Okay. So, unlike uh, Yovana or Priyadama, I haven't been here for as long as they have. Um, I started, what, in my first year of middle school, well, second semester. Um, but in that time, this in my, in my time in this school, um, it kind of made me think that this school wasn't really that much of a school and more of like a, like a family, you know? Because, like... Is, you know, it's like a whole like community. You know everybody, and I know that like I may argue with people sometimes, but I do really actually like care about everybody here. And I know that I don't really act like it, but I do. And um, it's pretty sad that I'm gonna leave, but it's, well, you know, we all have like our own paths and stuff. And I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I'm not really good at these kind of things. Um, but yeah, so. It's pretty sad, but yeah, I don't know. I have nothing else to say. Yovana? Maybe like Gopi Gita warned us about this, and I'm like. <laughs> the first step in learning something new is usually to first admit that there are things we don't know and that there are usually people who know more than us and can help us. And the first place most of us get to experience and practice this form of humility is inside of our classrooms. Students like Yovana have the self-confidence and the inner strength to admit when others may be more experienced than they are, and that they ought to listen to these other people for the sake of increasing their own knowledge. Yovana shows this attitude towards all of her elders, but what impresses me the most is that Yovana will also defer to her peers' experience and knowledge when it's needed. And this is truly a powerful trait. And for this, I would like to recognize Yovana for the quality of being deferential.
have been in TKG Academy for eight years now. I remember when I first came, I was really shy and I wouldn't really talk if I didn't need to, but everyone was still really welcoming. I've created so many wonderful relationships here and learned so many things and have many experiences I will never forget. Even if the teachers are busy and have a really busy work schedule, they will always have time for us. For example, Mother Niti Shori, being the principal of the school, always is busy and has things to do, but she will always have time for us and make sure that we are happy. How the teachers make learning so much fun is truly amazing. We learn academics above our level in a way that doesn't feel hard at all. I remember in Mother Gopigita's class when we would finish doing our math work, we'd get to do math centers. The whole class would get together and we'd do this fraction math center where we match up the fractions with the pictures of their fractions. We, this was an amazing way to learn how to work together. I remember memorizing Bhagavad Gita verses from third grade, and I still remember them now. is my favorite verse because it has a word close to my name. It gives the meaning, how Krishna is ever youthful. It reminds me that Krishna is ever youthful and makes me want to know him better. The field trips we took were always an exciting experience, from indoor skydiving to seeing historical places. We recently went to the Alamo after learning about Texas history. I thought it was absolutely amazing how they still had part of the wall that was still, that was made hundreds of years ago and how they were preserving it. It reminded me of how we're preserving Krishna consciousness in this school, an ancient tradition with thousands of years ago. How we learn academics side by side with spiritual philosophy. It is even more powerful than Texas history. Shiva Prabhupada wanted us to become leaders of this in this society. To leader to me, leadership is leading others in a common goal, not just helping yourself, but making sure that others get to where you're trying to get. Recently we did this activity in Mother Gopigita's class where we would write our names on a piece of paper and crumble it to put it in the middle of the room. The first time we just went in and tried to find our own name and then we would sit down. The second time, whoever's name we'd pick up first, we would give it to them. This way we'd be helping each other and it went a lot faster that way. It's amazing to see how the school grew in the time I was here. So many new wonderful teachers have joined us and a new building was added. I hope the school keeps on growing. I could go on forever saying every single good memory about this school. Leaving the school, I feel like I'm leaving an old part of my life and starting a new one. It is sad, but I will never forget how lucky I was to have been part of this school. Going from here, I am excited to use what I've learned in my future. I want to spread Krishna consciousness as I get older to share the happiness with others. Everyone has been like a family to me. Thank you for, to my parents for putting me in this school. Thank you for the teachers for not only teaching me, but, but supporting me in every way. I've had the greatest time here, and I hope many other students will. Hare Krishna. All right, Priyatama. So one of the most unique and beautiful aspects I think of our school is how often we see the older and younger children playing and learning alongside each other. It's common for our youngest students to look up to their older peers, and the older students will assist and mentor them in return. 
But this year, I had the pleasure of watching Priyatma push this dynamic to a whole new level. Every day, I saw as Priyatma playfully engaged even the youngest students, and not with a sort of obligatory attitude, but with a spirit of genuine love. And slowly, I saw this attitude extend to some of our other big kids. And by the end of the year, I saw real caring relationships being formed between our middle school and preschool students. And I believe that Priyatma was a major driver behind this shift. So for this, I would like to recognize Priyatma for the quality of guardianship. Today marks a decade of my studentship at TKG Academy. When you're only 13, that's a big part of your life. I have been here for 10 years, so my entire schooling. TKG Academy is truly like a second home to me. I remember my first years here as a very young boy. I was eager to be with my friends that I had made even before the school, some the same age as me and going in, and others who were much older than me, but I had visited with my mom. I was very warmly welcomed by these people. They made it such a nice experience for me, and I really enjoyed that. The school community has raised me, my child, and my childhood is brimming with these fond memories. I especially remember the transition from first to second grade. That summer, I practiced my reading, and there was a distinct shift in my focus. That's when I finally realized that school wasn't only for playing with my friends, but a place to learn and grow as a person. I took my studies more seriously and became a committed, excited learner. Even math was enjoyable, believe it or not. Math centers helped me better understand new concepts or reinforce old ones while having fun. Being in a multi-level classroom inspired me to reach high. I remember an instance when my older book club partner, who was absent due to sickness, read three-fourths of our assigned book in one day. He then called me and asked me if I could catch up, which I enthusiastically did. Incidents such as this really encouraged me to persevere with my studies. Reading in particular has become and remains one of my favorite activities, my happy place on a daily basis. I developed a keen interest in the study of history and deeply appreciated the variety of enrichment classes I was offered over the years. STEM class piqued my interest in coding. Art class introduced me to an array of skills such as woodworking, sewing, and mosaic, to mention a few. Yoga taught me to push my limits and focus within. Our physical education teacher instilled in me the importance of staying fit. Cooking classes filled my belly. Seriously, Mother Manjwali is so expert in this art, and I might actually try and make some of the dishes that she taught us. Financial literacy was very practical. Leadership classes were taught by none other than our own community leader, His Grace Nityananda Prabhu. This is a key component. Leadership is best taught by personal example. Speaking of leadership, it is one of TKG Academy's most fundamental core principles. It is ever-present in all aspects of the school within the multi-level classrooms as well as on the playground. From a young age, I looked up with admiration at the older students. I remember them welcoming me onto the soccer fields. They encouraged me in my studies and trained me in the items of devotional service. 
Now, as one of the older students in the school, I see younger children wanting to play with me and literally following me around. You guys. I'm given opportunities to share with them what I've learned and pass on our school legacy. Our legacy and one of the best things about TKG Academy is the spiritual program. A most essential principle, which is very prominent here, is service. Every Friday, we have a more elaborate spiritual program. I remember when it used to be in the small library in what is now known as Krishna House. At the time, it was our only building. There were 20 children crammed into one tiny little room. However, the kirtans were so ecstatic, everybody jumping up and down and enjoying themselves, even in that tiny space. But service doesn't end here. It is in the heart of the school and the hearts of all the teachers. It is in the care and compassion, the dedication, the selflessness. It is in the desire to please Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji, Srila Prabhupada, Srila Gurudev, and all living entities. I have had committed teachers to learn from over the years, and, ex- and I experienced their own passion to remain lifelong learners. My learning was meaningful, engaging, and satisfying, and I'm deeply grateful to all of my teachers over the years. I pray that I can bring all of the lessons I've learned here wherever I go and share them with whomever I meet. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. And now Mother Gopikita will come back to you. Let's give another round of applause, please, to Priyatma, Yovana, Janard, and Ethan, and the rest of the upper elementary class. I'm really proud of you guys. You're really sitting amazingly straight, especially our little preschoolers here. Can I have everybody have their hands up real quick and say, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. All right, now we will introduce our high school student. We've had a variety of high school classes at the TKG Academy, one alumni student right here, older sister, Gopi Krishna, and then even second-generation high school student here, Gandiva, who was here last year and graduated with a class of four students. We have Padayatra here also, an alumni high school student, and this year um, we had the illustrious Leela, please come join us in front of Radha Kalachanji. Because of the ebb and flow of the way TKG Academy is, which we are actively trying to improve on, sometimes our students are the only one in their grades. Some of you have that experience. And Leela was the only one in the 11th grade class. She has successfully completed college credits college classes this year all on her own with the support of myself and Mother Nijiki Shori and her home team. She has entered the dual credit program at the beginning of the year and finished her first year. Now, these are college classes. I'm telling you the rigor of these classes are similar to the ones my Nithai was taking in this in the same Eastfield Community College. It's the same type of class for those of you who don't know the American system that is offered at any college in North America in the first year of college for an 18-year-old. This is a 15-year-old young girl. Let's please give her a round of applause. And we have a few teachers here that are parents who are teachers of this um, of this level of high school. She took composition. I know Mother Rachel has taught that. 
Leela is so gentle and so focused and rarely complains. Though it's not easy being the only student. My one child, my older child, was the only student. My younger one had a class of four. But she has expressed and shown us such determination and such focus in completing these college classes, in addition to the full load of extracurriculars that um, TKG Academy offers, that today we're recognizing her as being unswerving. In addition, she manages the full Spiritual Friday program with the middle schoolers. They are required to guide and train the other students. We step back once the kids get into middle school, and we request all of you parents and all of the adults step back. Let the kids shine. Let them take over. Let them thrive. And here is a young lady who has one more year with us. She will be continuing on in this program. And we're very, very excited to be joining, to have you join us for the next year. So thank you so much, Shabila. And I will end the program now with where are we going from here. So I'm going to ask all of my kiddos. You're in front of Radhakala Chanji. It's going to be just super quick. We have long plans and programs and dreams, but because we're, I'm sure you're all getting tired. Raise your hand if you're feeling a little tired. Yeah, Kanchana and Sophia. Okay, so, you know, Mother Niti Kishori and myself and all of your teachers get very tired too at the end of the year. And that's why we request God, the Supreme Personality of God, to bring in that extra effort. Today we are going to lay out for you what our plans are for the next year and for upcoming years. Specific plans and general plans. I'm just going to say general plans. If you want to know specific plans, you can come and talk to us. At the beginning of this year in January, I was sitting in the spiritual program class, the Sadhana class. I got a little envelope. Was it this year? It was the beginning of last year. I got a little envelope. Who is this from? I opened up this envelope, and sure enough, the Lord has connected Mr. David Strait to send us in, to send me a little card that says, I saw you on Facebook. I saw that you're connected with a small school, a bhakti school. I know Susan, my mother-in-law, from very long ago, and I want to get more connected. And the, the lines that stood out for me were, I teach, I have taught educators, principals, superintendents, district heads, character education, St. Mark's, Hockaday, Greenhill. These are top schools, more than 30,000, I believe, tuition are paid by their, you know, they've got massive resources. And they're a little old-fashioned in their principles. What I see at TKG Academy blows my mind and do you really do, how do you really do these core principles is what his curiosity was. You've got a long list of core principles and you're running a school. How is, is it really what you say it is? And that relationship with David has now blossomed and continuing where for the Lord's pleasures, the first time we're really announcing it to you, my dear Radhakala Chanji. We are going to start the journey. We're kind of already working on the journey and we're officially going to work on it this summer. The accreditation process for TKG Academy to be recognized as a Pakti school. We don't have to change any of our principles as the charter schools do. There is a I, an organization called ISASW and it is the organization founded by St. Mark's. 
and they only have very few specific schools that they allow entrance into their membership with a long list of requirements. Luckily, we meet most of them, and we are offering to the Lord that by the next year at this time, we will have very strongly begin that accreditation process, and we thank David for this. And then, of course, we have a a burgeoning upper elementary is being split into two this year. A burgeoning upper elementary and middle school group. And we have completely laid out a very strong high school program. We are hoping and working with top um, educators in the accreditation program and out in the world to solidify our middle school, high school program. And that is another thing that we would like to offer that intention to have a strong middle school and high school program here at TKG Academy. Please give the Lord a round of applause because he will do it. And, of course, this is a little more long-term, and it really depends on all of you parents. You have to get the word out. You have to market. You have to communicate. Bring as many parents and friends here for our children. We're looking at, of course, another expansion in the future. And, basically, more kids, more friends, and more classrooms. Can I hear everybody say, more kids, more friends, and more classrooms? And that's our future. So without further ado, if there's anything left, we will end the program. And please give all of you parents and all of you children and all of our esteemed guests a big round of applause. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. So it's 11.30. We're actually on schedule, believe it or not. We're going to head out, hopefully with all of you. Anyone here who would like to join us, please join us. We're heading to Armstrong Park in Duncanville, Texas. It's about 20 minutes from here. Um, to just be outside, it's getting a little hot and stuffy here. We'll be outdoors. It's a beautiful day. might be a little muddy there, but it's beautiful, cool, rain, um, what's it called? no rain day. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside, so please join us in Duncanville Park. It's called Armstrong Park. You can put the directions in your GPS. We do have rides arranged for all of our students and the parents who have signed up. Mother Devi Rada has the list for that. And we'll meet in um, Gora, House? Gora House. We'll meet in Gora House for rides, so please meet us over there. Students can change at the school for more comfortable clothes, and we'll be heading out as soon as possible. Thank you. Um, can I ask the children to please give your envelopes to your parents so they don't get lost? And we're heading to um, Armstrong Park. Can I have the kids come here real quick if you're still here to get a picture with Mother Goramani? And turn and face forward. Deepak Prabhu, Deepak Prabhu, can you take a picture real fast? Thank you. Ishan, come in the picture. Sophia, Kanchana, come take a picture real fast. Kavachi, come take a picture real fast. Here, Ethan and Priyatama, come here. Nayananvita, you can look forward. Come in the picture. Anybody who wants to come in the picture, come join. Yeshoda, Devi Radha, Ishri Kumari Matiji, come in the picture. 
Mother Niti Kishori, if you can. Mother Savitri, Mother Shabi, please come. Shalagran Prabhu. Okay, we'll see everyone at Armstrong Bar. Hare Krishna.